<laughs> That's what I'm talking about. 95 degrees. FTD so needs to be asleep. So hot. So hot. <laughs> so hot outside. Can't breathe. FTD. Oh, we should do an Independence Day special. Yeah, speaking of independence. <laughs> it's almost July 4th. Yeah, it is. And, uh, sorry, I had to build, had to build some a, suspense on that, that one. Suspense. July 4th is going to come out um, the day after this podcast comes out. July 4th comes out on the 4th of July. To well, we can do, month. we can do like next Monday, we can do a, uh, or the Monday after the next. It'll be the July 4th, but it won't be July 4th. It'll, but we want to carry on. The independence throughout the week. Yeah, why don't we talk about independence all the time? I know. Why well, does it they, just have to be on okay, July yeah, 4th? They, Pride Month gets a whole month, and Independence Day gets one day to celebrate our freedom. God dang it. You know Rich Piana? <laughs> <laughs> no. He's been popping a lot, a lot of me to feed. Richie Piana? Rich Piana? Richie, Rich he's, Piana? He's a bodybuilder that uh, died recently. He's the guy I was telling you about. He's like, <laughs> he's like. So basically, I do biceps and triceps for eight hours. Whoa. <laughs> and hey, hey. Let me see if I can find him. Whoa, he's super jacked. What do you got that? Oh no. What is that? Soup. Gazpacho. No way. Oh. Ah yes, please. Okay. Thank you. FTD mukbang. He's bringing in food. I didn't know this was a part of the deal tonight. I'm still kind of oh, hungry. so good. This is Rich Piana getting his blood pressure taken. Just music. Probably going to be copyright flag now. It just has the funniest vocabulary. Is this his... Is one day you may? That's him. Oh, I don't know. He's dead now. He died. I think this is him. He died. He's He's yoked. He is yoked. Or um, jacked uh, to the gills. His biceps are so big. He's been accused of uh, pumping his biceps with like oil or whatever. Yeah. But they're weirdly big. Yeah, they're weird. And when he flexes, it's it doesn't go to a peak. It's like a, uh, it's like bulging. Look at him on a road king. Dude was bad to the bone. Dude, that guy wouldn't even take any damage if he fell, I bet. <laughs> He's like immune to fall damage. He's like that GTA character that we met. Yeah. <laughs> Rich Piana. Let's go to his YouTube, see if we can see him talking about stuff. <laughs> his commentary is just too good. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> you know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. Damn. Why'd he die? There's too many roids. Oh, yeah. His arms are very strange looking. Yeah, they're huge. Like, it gets to the point, I feel like it gets to the point where it's, I get grossed out when I watch, like, surgeries and stuff, because I feel like I'm seeing too much anatomy, like, more than I'm qualified to see. Mm -hmm. And then I see, like, something like that. Oh, thank you so much. What is it? Gubazo? Gazpacho. Gazpacho. This is curing my um, ligma. Mm, it's good. I got some up under. I'm trying to cure. 
<laughs> he's, he's laughing <laughs> as he's <laughs> What is this? Gazpacho? But yeah, it's right alive. right before we did the pot, I almost blacked out twice. I know you did. We were just sitting Talk there. Talk about s- that. We were smoking stogies and sometimes I get it where I'll see floaters and like my peripherals will kind of fold in a little bit. Yeah. But that that's just like you know, you it's, I've had it's that. low electrolytes, low salt yeah. type thing and then this one was just like the peripherals just kept folding and folding and folding until it was like a small little tunnel. Yeah. And I, all I heard was you talking. <laughs> and like I could feel like the void coming, like the blackout void. I was like, "Holy frick!" I remember, like I was saying, like, <laughs> "What I said, what I even say to you?" I was like, "I felt this before." You were like, "You were like, <laughs> been here before." We're just sitting there, and I'm just like droning on, like I like to. And um, all of a sudden, you start like you set your cigar down, and you start like looking around, and I realize like you're not even processing anything. You're like. You don't look, you're not necessarily nervous, but I can tell that you're like losing consciousness. And I'm like, what is going on? I wasn't on? nervous. At my heartbeat, like I could feel it like getting slower. It was like, kutong. Yeah. <laughs> and I could hear kutong. it. And every kutong, my kutong. vision would slowly fold in further. Yeah. I don't know what was happening. I think you might have been dying, but you you lived. So bounce back. And I now we're doing the pod. I, I had think a pot you probably chart. lived because you knew we had to do the pod. It was for you guys. I'm back from the dead. Lazarus. Dude, eating on the pod is so crazy. Everyone's <laughs> just hearing crunching every once in a while. I can't tell how much crunching is coming through. That This is delicious, though. I don't even know what this is. It's like salsa it's, for... It's gazpacho. It's like salsa soup. You remember that character in... Uh, oh, what was it? Was it called gazpacho? No. Oh, um... With the purple? Fanboy and uh, Chum Chum. No. Wait. What was... What's... It was fanboy... No... It was that other one. Look up that. Uh, look up that show with Gaspacho. God, what was it called? That show was really cool, actually. It was that little purple guy. Yeah. Chowder. Chowder. Mhm. Crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> Gaspacho is crazy looking. He doesn't even look like the soup. No, he doesn't. But that show was actually really underrated. Show was Chowder for sure. Yeah. And um, what was another underrated show? Back at the Barnyard? Underrated. With the cow? Yeah. Did you watch that? Let me me look it up. Back at the Barnyard. Yeah, occasionally. Like, I saw it a couple times. Um, You know about... uh, Did you watch Adventure Time? Oh, yeah. I didn't. What? I, like... I just didn't watch it for whatever reason, but I've heard people say that even like to this day, it's it's kind of like a good animated show. Better than good. <laughs> That's a great show. Really, so creative. That's like um, I started watching Adventure Falls because I'd never watched that one either. Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. Good show. And it's actually good. It's written by the same like people who do Rick and Morty. I think that could be wrong. Really? Didn't let me, Justin Rowland get uh, arrested? Yeah, he got put off of uh rick and morty somehow he did that show's gonna tank now that he's gone because he was like the soul it was already falling off a little bit a little bit yeah the last season wasn't that good but dang it it sucks that he had to molest a girl (laughs) gravity falls tv show by alex hirsch a good friend of rick and morty creator justin Rowland. so that's like disney channel versus adult swim or whatever 
that Morty and Rick was on. All I care about is South Park. South Park's still going strong. Mm-hmm. I watched that episode yesterday. It was with, um, <laughs> it was like, you know the character Strong Woman? No. Her, her name is Strong Woman in South Park, and she's PC Principal's husband. <laughs> And they're doing. They're doing like. Yes, the, they're yes, doing the, yes, yes. They're doing the CrossFit games. Yeah. And they're and they're like, and our next contestant who's new to the field is Heather Swanson, and it's this like bodybuilder guy with like a crop top on. He's like, I'm Heather Swanson. I'm here to dominate the competition. And I identify. He's like Heather Swanson started identifying as a woman 14 days ago. <laughs> no <laughs> just, way. Just complete. Completely nukes the competition, and they can't say anything, yeah, because it's strong woman and PC principal. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we have to accept her for That's who she crazy. is. That's crazy. That's so funny. <laughs> Justin Roiland is back. They 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 fired him just enough to get like under the radar, and they recast they recast him. It Let's says. go. They didn't. They couldn't get rid of him. He's like he's like the voices. That's too much money. He's the voices of Rick and Morty. I'm yeah, pretty sure. That's too much money to get rid of right there. That's fine, dude. The amount of Rick and Morty licensed stuff. Yeah, unbelievable. Insane. Yeah, yeah. The whole that whole case kind of flew under the radar. Mm-hmm. You know what didn't fly under the radar? That goddamn submarine that we should have talked about last week. Did we talk about it? Yeah, with we ben? did. We did. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah, we talked about how it was covering up the um, Hunter Biden shit. Oh yeah, it was there just to cover everything up. <laughs> yeah. God, that was a weird story. And they're still like they're still milking it. Like they're making like animated videos of like how they died in point zero zero one milliseconds. <laughs> yeah, there's like the whole thing about how the speed at which a submarine implodes is faster than the speed of like human comprehension. So they yeah. wouldn't have even known they died. I saw this like animated bit about it. It was like he was like, and we control the entire submarine with this game control. it's just gone (laughs) and now we're at the depth of 8,000 it's funny because (laughs) it's funny because you could not get me to go on a submarine I would go on on a naval submarine dude I wouldn't I couldn't do it I think I would freak out I'd get so claustrophobic you you gotta face it I I'll face other stuff. Like I'll go on a helicopter, which is probably statistically more dangerous. I went on a helicopter. I went on a helicopter. I've been on a plane. I've been flying lately. You went on a helicopter? Little one, at like a in Florida. It That's like what a, I did too. Did we do the same one? Mine was in Kissimmee. Mine was too. It was at. It was right by the little. Uh, it was probably the same one. It was probably the same it one. It was like a little chopper just flew over a little the tiny area. red, little tiny red yeah, chopper. Yeah. Yeah, I was on that. I was on that shit. I thought I thought I was the only one. No, I wasn't. I it was a it. different time though. It was like years be- ago. I wonder if it was oh, it was oh. Well, mine was years ago too. Mine Seriously. was 3 or 4 years ago. And then we went on a fan boat ride. Dog Gators. That'd be crazy if um was there strangers on it? The helicopter? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, I was gonna say, what if like we had met each other in Kissimmee, Florida, and didn't even know it? <laughs> Who'd you go on it with? My father. Is it, <laughs> is it you and your dad and me and my dad? And we had no idea. No idea. Nice to meet you guys. 
We would have said shit to each other if we had been on there. We, mm-hmm. Someone would have started talking and probably would have been your dad. I'd be like, man, that prop sounds a little loose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your dad, dad would be like, <laughs> the prop can't technically it, be loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <you're> like, <laughs> it's a self tightening the way the moment. If anything, it's the swash plate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Man, I have been feeling spoiled lately, though, with all the uh, the boat rides and mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> My dad got this this ski boat, and we've been taking it out like nonstop for the yeah. past couple of weeks. We've been out like four or five times on the lake. I know that's what I was saying. I don't remember who I was saying it to. It might have been you. I was like, I I almost have gotten to the point where I want to say no to the boat rides. Like someone's like, "Hey, we're taking the boat out." Oh, I'm, you said that to Nate. Yeah, and I, I'm like, I'm almost at a no. Like I don't want to go out on the boat, and then I like remember how kind of lucky I am to. To have the ability. I the other day, I rode a sport bike to the lake, and then got on a boat, swam off the boat, drove the boat a little bit, got off the boat, got back on the sport bike, and drove home. That's like the coolest thing That's ever. So bad, the boat. Yeah, that it just like it's not my boat or sport bike either. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's. The saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Exactly. And I'm the only reason I was driving the sport bike is because all my vehicles, just like the submarine, imploded. <laughs> What's that su- That was me in the truck the other day. <laughs> yeah. No, me in the truck the other day, I I don't know if I told you the whole story, but I was just driving to my parents' house because I had to like clean out the truck a little bit. I was going to like get some like crap out of it and just clean it. Uh-huh. And um, I get to up to a stoplight where someone stopped at the stop light and i have to turn right Mm -hmm. so i just kind of get off onto it's kind of like the shoulder a little bit to just turn on right on red yep and i that must have been where i hit something because i don't know where else it would have been in the drive yeah and i driving down my parents drive like street which is a long dirt road and i'm hearing like (laughs) and i'm like that's a weird sound there must be something crazy stuck in my wheel Uh uh-huh so I, I get out when I get to the house and go out and I see a hole in the sidewall. <laughs> and and like you can't fix a hole in the sidewall. It's, the tire mackerel. is done. And so I just I went on Facebook and I went and found some like almost free tires. Was it a screw? I don't know what it was. There was nothing in it. It was just a hole. You screwed up. I was so sad. <laughs> I was so sad because I've plugged tires plenty of times, but you can only plug it if it's on the tread. You can't fix a hole in the... You can. I was going to say... It's very dangerous. I was saying, my, my dad has proven that wrong. Yeah. We've had a couple plugs in the side. Holy mackerel. Mm-hmm. We got ourselves a hole. <laughs> but tomorrow, my elusive spring that broke on my motorcycle is coming in the mail. So I'll be able to... Hopefully, I'm going to get somebody to drop me off over there. And then I'll ride the bike back. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're that confident. I'm pretty confident because I got, I mean, it's the only thing that's broken, and I just have to put it back together and, and get uh, get riding. And then my cylinder for my other bike, I just got a call from the British lady in California who <laughs> said, like, your cylinder is honed and ready, and it's being sent your way. Are you going to pay with a credit card? And I was I love, like... I love hearing from her, and I've never heard from her. I know. And she's like... Vicariously. She's like... um. Are you going to be paying with a Visa or a MasterCard? Those are the ones we can accept. 
And I was like, a visa. She's like, okay, then it starts with a four. <laughs> and I was like, it sure does. It sure, it sure does. And then so I gave her my credit card number. It was like 170 bucks, including shipping and all this stuff, which is more than I wanted to pay, but it's coming back. It's done. So I'll, like, I'm going from literally having nothing I can drive to hopefully in like two or three days, I'll have like three or four things I can drive. Everything's starting to pop up. Yeah. My my part's coming tomorrow too, so we'll see about that. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see when that baby comes back together. That engine's been on the ground for too long. I'm gonna probably start cleaning it tomorrow. Getting it ready to go back in. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna polish her up, get the frame nice, and then when she goes back in, she'll be the cleanest Vulcan this side of Mississippi. Swear to God. Oh, I believe that too. I swear to God. I believe that too. Yeah, so um, I think we got to talk about the Murph. Literally, we do. We did. Um, I was in Dallas like a week and a half ago, and you texted me. And you were like, "We got to do a Murph." Yeah, dude. I was laying. I was laying on my bed, and I was, I was like about to fall asleep, and then a YouTube recommendation came up, and it was like. 2015 CrossFit Games Murph. I was like, what the frick is that? You said, I watched a vid. <laughs> this is, oh, oh, I scrolled so far. I watched the whole thing. It was 60 minutes. I watched every second of it. No way. Yep. Yeah, you said, I watched a vid on YouTube today <laughs> of some dudes doing a Murph. One mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, one mile run. We got to do it. We trained together. And I said... <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. And you did not expect that because you said you are with three <laughs> question marks. I said, why not? I was not expecting the I'm down. I thought you were going to come back with a question or two at least. No, because I wanted to do it. sounded fun. Like it sounded really hard, but I kind of wanted to see if I could do it. We trained together. Yeah. That should be a shirt. It should. Or a hat. We yeah. trained together. Yeah. And I didn't know <laughs> if I could do it or not. And so... I just accepted, and then I well, my plan was I was gonna do like a mini Murph on that like Monday or Tuesday, but then we had so much company over that I didn't oh, like my gosh, I didn't was crazy. work it into like a time, and then by the time I was like ready to do the mini Murph, it was too close to the actual time we were gonna do it. So I was like, I'm gonna be sore trying to do it, so it's gonna be it's not even worth it. It's like trying to cram for a test. It's not gonna do yeah, anything. it's not gonna do nothing. So I was like, I'm just going into this cold. I guess I did run a couple times this week, but yeah, I was like, the cold end. I didn't train anything like pull ups, push ups, or squats. And then it was the day of it, and we had uh, <laughs> your ex neighbor from Michigan. Yeah, we had Zach Leventis in Zach town. Zach Leventis, he's Who like, is, is he 15? 14? I think he's a year younger than Ray. He's 14, and he was like. Said, we were. I'm I was in. just telling him about it. I was telling him about it. I'm. I'm kind of like, are you in? And he started saying, "How long's the run?" And I'm like, "Sounds like you're in." Yeah, yeah. And then he did it with us. He did, and he did so well. And he probably he did better than I did by a lot. He did so well. He plays football for his school, and he plays. Um, he Red, just wrestling, wrestling yeah. and he works out a lot. But He's in shape, he's got that Planet Fitness builds. Would go. Mm-hmm. We make him. We were trashing him for that. And then when he took off on the run, he's a faster runner than I am. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and, he, and he says he never runs. He said he never runs. That's crazy. Halfway through it, halfway through it, you were already outside. I was like getting water, like dying. And he <laughs> says to me, Hey, you think you're going to run as fast as you can on the second <laughs> run? 
<laughs> He's like, like, you think you're going to really try and run really hard? And I was like, dude, I don't know. Because in my head, I'm still panicking that I'm not going to get done with the, all the like pull-ups and stuff. And uh, he's he like, he's like I'm going to. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's that's awesome. Like, you should. And he did. And then he, he took off. But yeah, so we do a run, whatever, easy. Well, mile we run. 10 30, 10, 30 mile. Yeah, it was like a gentle mile. And then we get back to the place. And we're doing pull-ups on this like weird structure that's in our yard. Yeah, it's like a little, uh, like a, a flower bed. There used to be like a flower bed and they put like a roof over it. Yeah. And now it's all broken. So it's just so like, it's just like, it's four, four by fours <laughs> with two by fours around the edge. So we're just pulling up on two by fours up in the air. And yeah, ratty two by fours too. They yeah. were cutting my hands up pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it was like moving every time you did a pull up. <laughs> yeah. And then we were doing, it's cracking. We were doing push ups in the, the lawn that's like really long. So it's like just, getting in your face and like touching you all over all the grass yeah and that that's the poo yeah it's there's the, so much dog shit <laughs> inside the fence the dog poo is crazy yeah so like i guess to picture it that that structure we're talking about is inside this chain link fenced area right off the back porch of our house so that area is where we let the dog out and she shits everywhere and <laughs> nate doesn't clean it so it's just there's shit everywhere. So we would drop drop off the structure, step over poop, find a poopless area, do six push ups. So we did it three, six, twelve. So we'd do three pull ups, drop off the structure. I would step over one there was three shits I had to worry about. Yep. There was a fresh one, a medium one, and an old They're one. Crusty. And the fresh one was the one I was most worried about. It was the closest. So I had to step over that one avoid the other one and i had one little spot i could do push-ups and i was getting like weeds in my face every time i went down but i didn't care i just didn't want shit <laughs> i know you found like you found like the place you needed to do a push-up yeah and then you did it there every single time i did like, the i saw yeah. my handprints down there and i was like that's it yeah i did it the same exact space because yeah, yeah, yeah. you you trusted there wasn't shit there because you were starting yeah. to get by the i mean by the middle of that when when we were like 25 percent done we had done 25 pull-ups I was starting to get to the point where I was like, I'm going to need to stop soon. <laughs> the panic ensued. The panic started. And, and so I had to just trust where I could go that there wasn't shit because I couldn't think straight anymore. So I just <laughs> kept going to the same place. I went and got pickles at, on one of our breaks. <laughs> I, was, I was like slamming dill pickles. And then I was, uh, you had your salt Oh, yeah, those salt tabs, yeah. Those things were... I didn't cramp at all, so they worked. <laughs> yeah, they're clutch. And they've got, like, just a... They've got 30 mil, uh, milligrams of caffeine in yeah. them per capsule. Yeah. So it just keeps the keeps the edge off. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it definitely helped because every time I popped a couple of them, I was, like, feeling a little bit... Not, like, strong or anything, but, like, less crampy and, like, tight. Yeah, it was the the exercises were weird because like each one was hard at its own moment and each one was easy at its own moment. Like at first the pull ups were easy, and the and squats, then were, squats hard. were hard, and then like the push ups got hard and the squats got easy and the pull ups stayed pretty easy, and then at the end the pull ups got super hard, the push ups were like medium and the squats were not hard the squats got easier as we went which i didn't yeah, expect yeah. and the pull-ups by the end like i would do one solid one every time <laughs> i did one Your solid one. looked 
crazy. And then the <laughs> second one got rough, and the third one was like I was kicking and kicking and kicking, just trying to get my chin above that that wood. Oh, I like set sixteen. I started, you did like the yeah. He said the ratchet strap pull yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I would like crank up a little bit and then a little more. Yeah, I would kick and it would move oh, so me up funny. a little bit, and then my arms could only hold me where I was. They couldn't <laughs> lift me up, so I would have to kick again. So by the the last pull up I did. I was like kicking, 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 just slowly <laughs> moving up. And then we went to run. You're trying to swim up. <laughs> and then we were like an hour in at this point, an hour and 10 minutes in. I was so like, I was out of breath. I was like out of, my mind was all over the place. And then I, we had to run another mile and I started out strong and then immediately felt my stomach like wanting to empty. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I had to like find out what pace I could run that I wouldn't puke in a mile. And so I started running slow. And then by the end, I was like, okay, I have like 0.15 of a mile left. I'm going to sprint it. So I started sprinting. I made up a little bit of time. And then I had to stop sprinting because I almost puked again. And so then I started like jogging again and then pretty much immediately finished. And I was like out of it at the end. But I did it and I was so happy. It was like so cool to have be on the back side of it. Yeah, yeah. As soon as it yeah, it crossed the finish line. I wanna do it again. Yeah. On I, Saturday. I wanna do it again too. I wanna do it until I can do it with the twenty pound vest on. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's the goal. The real Murph. And then we go to the CrossFit games. We we dominate the CrossFit nerds. Well like and I I woke up, I felt like such a like successful, uh, like um self-disciplined human when i woke up at seven on my own because i was thinking about the workout i was gonna do i was like a little nervous so i woke up on my own at seven my alarm was set for like 7 30 and we'd been drinking and stuff the night before so i didn't know when i was gonna wake up i was up at seven i read a little bit of a the finance book i've been reading and then uh then i saw zach walking over yeah. I was like, what's up, Zach? I cooked him eggs. Oh, really? And then we got, uh, eventually we started doing some like vigorous exercise. And then it was 10 a.m. And I was, I'd already done so much like good stuff that day. I felt so good. Oh, yeah. I felt great that oh, yeah, day. You feel great. And I'm sore today. Yeah, it's just like this from my forearm, this little joint right yeah, here yeah. is sore. Yeah, I'm, I'm sore in that joint. And I'm sore in my, um, the other joint it's all like it's all where all the muscles connect yep and like i'm sore everywhere but not <laughs> it's not like horribly sore anywhere it's just my entire body feels it yeah which means that's a good ass exercise oh yeah it's a great exercise and your heart rate is like is chilling up there the whole time yeah there was there was times which after a good. set that i'm i'm breathing like heavy like I'm like, <gasps> yeah. and I had to like get myself to take really deep, slower breaths to try and get my heart rate down a little bit. Oh, and I know you can do it for a long time. At that 50k, my heart rate was in the 180s for seven hours. No way. Yo, yo, unless my watch was wrong. I doubt it. A 50k is a crazy thing to do. Oh, so quick! I bought a sticker. Yeah. I'm not sure if I want to put it anywhere yet, but I yeah, bought a we sticker. Yeah, we were talking about that the other night because, like, because I don't want to be a sticker person. The, the people who, the runners who put the stickers on their car, <sighs> I always judge them. I know, but 
50K is really far. 50K is just, just far enough where I feel like a sticker is warranted. Just to show, because yeah. when like when people see the sticker and then they drive by me in the window, they should know. They should know what's going on. As long as you put it on the glass, not the paint. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I know that you w- wouldn't put it on the paint, but I hate when people put Who the frick stickers, puts on, stickers the, on the so paint? So many people. It pisses me off. Why would they put it on the paint? I don't know. That's disgusting. Public service announcement. If you have a sticker and you want to put it on your car, put it on the glass because you can get anything off a of glass and you can't get anything off a of paint. That's facts in the booth. Yeah. That's fire in the booth right there. But yeah, the Murph, was, the Murph was cool. We're going to get fat. <coughs> We're going to get fat shamed. <coughs> Our official time was one hour, 23 minutes. And then um, I'm going to try to, next time we do it, I'm going to try to go sub hour. Yeah. I feel like that's achievable now that kind of know what, what's good. I, I just want to try and do it again. Like yeah. I don't, I don't have any goals this next time yet. I just, I want to get to the point where I don't get like panicky in the middle, and <laughs> it's gonna take a little bit to get there. Gotta stay hard. Cause I got this next weekend. I'll be in town, and then the weekend after that, I'll be out of town. So I'll probably just try and run or something on that Saturday, and then then I'm gonna be back. You should do uh, push-ups, pull-ups, squats. Yeah, if I can find somewhere to do pull-ups. Backyard. Well, I'm going to be in uh, oh, oh. Atlanta. Oh, the ATL. Yeah. I'm sure you could pull up with something down there. You could probably pull up on a tall fella. I could <laughs> definitely pull up on a on a homeless dude. Yeah. Yeah, you just find someone that's semi-tall. Yeah, I guess. And um, they are taller out there. And you bring them a pack of cigs or something. Yeah, I give them a pack of cigs yeah. and say, hey, I need to do 100 pull-ups Have on Have you ever your heard body. of a Murph, sir? <laughs> yeah, my name Murph. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that's me. Get ready to be done. <laughs> I'm going to do you. I'm going to do you. I'm going to do you so hard. Oh, sorry. Well, I forgot we were live. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mr. Murph. I didn't mean it. Yeah. You know, do you know the real story of that guy? Mm-mm. He's a military guy. I don't know like exactly what what it was, but I know of him from the... Lone Survivor movie with Mark Wahlberg. Good movie, by the way. Wow, I'm tired. <laughs> he just <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> um, I said Murph workout um, history. His name is Michael Mike Murphy. I think that's who it's off of. <sighs> just want to be jacked, you know? Yeah. Just want to be Murph fast. is a workout that... CrossFit made an official hero workout in 2005. Hero workout? Yeah, official. Freedom, baby. That's the only thing I like this about CrossFit. This was a workout that his family approached us with, suggesting after he passed away that we honor him with this workout that he did on a regular basis. Run a mile, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, run a mile, all done in a weighted vest. So we posted it on .com, and over the years, it gained a lot of um, attention as one of the more challenging and one of the more uh, lengthy workouts that we would put out on CrossFit.com, and one of the more rewarding workouts. It was rewarding. It's a really strong community-building moment, and that the affiliates and the community 
came together on their own independently as all these micro gyms across the world to do this the same weekend is an expression of the power of this community globally um, with to a to an awe-inspiring degree i mean it's pretty impressive this was not an organized thing this was not our organized effort to make mirth a thing on memorial day weekend this was something that the community said, hey, we are gonna do on wow. their own as independent right. gyms. And it's now this massive collective. And I think that's why it was just this perfect storm of a CrossFit effort that transcends CrossFit and becomes such a powerful movement. To... What is CrossFit? Is it a company? It's a movement. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know if it. it I think. Oh, it's, here we go. Okay, okay. This is nine years ago. An old man's. Adv- uh, I'm gonna play it later. I want to talk about that video, but I just that video made me want to do it right now. Yeah, I think we should stop right now and just go do another Murph. <laughs> Dude, no, it's we cool. Do it mic'd up. It's cool. Yeah, we're just like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna every myself. every set. You just hear, yeah, baby. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I uh, freaking Zach the little. 14 year old who was killing the murph the entire time uh every time i would be on that last awful pull-up of the set of three he would always cheer me on every single time every single set he would say something and i was like it made me get up there made me do it i was like i'm not showing this 14 year old failure can't do it and you didn't does your back hurt my back isn't that bad my i mean like yeah yeah they're sore but what's most sore is like this, like very edge of my. <laughs> you had a like compromised pull up position. <laughs> yeah, a horrible pull up position, and um, ow. Was, and right here a is squirm, really this bad. This is a squirm up. Right here on my uh, like the end of my bicep is really bad. I, I feel that. right in that crotch. Yeah, right. right in that, right in that arm crotch. Oh god. Yeah, my arms are getting more sore tonight. Like than they were. I think tomorrow is gonna be. I'm gonna be super sore tomorrow. Drink a protein. But I kind of feel like I'm gonna be better if we do it again next week or this week. I guess. Oh yeah. I feel like it won't be as bad. I won't get as sore. Well, I'm not running this week, so I'm gonna be hitting the gym hard. Okay. I'll be hitting the gym hard. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna try and run. I wanna. My goal is Tuesday. I'm hoping my legs are better because my legs aren't as sore. My legs are the least sore by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine, mine so, too, yeah. So, um, I think Tuesday I'm going to try and run like three and a half miles. See if I can do it. I got a um, knee brace and my knee didn't it's hurt last, m- last run. So You just got to think of the percentages. What percentage increase is that from last week? Well, I ran two and a half plus like two plus two. I probably ran like six, around six miles. Last week. Six miles last week. Yeah. And what do you want to do this week? I just want to do a longer run. I want to try one longer run. One or maybe then another two miler. Okay. So I like to maybe two runs. One longer, one shorter. And try and hit like maybe around six again. Maybe like three and a half and then like a two and a half. Oh, oh yeah. I'm getting sore. Oh, I'm feeling yeah, good. I'm getting tight. I'm getting tight. Sore. Um, 
yeah, but the Murph, oh. I I definitely think that is uh, highly recommended because it was a lot of fun. It was kind of exciting. I was nervous about it, and then I started getting panicky in the middle. But then, <laughs> but then I didn't stop, and I just tried to keep up with you guys. And I didn't let myself like. I started negotiating with myself <laughs> in the middle. Like we were like a third of the way through, and I was like, okay, if we can make it to two thirds of the way through, I get a ten minute break. Oh, a ten minute or. You would have been cooked. I know it would have been over. <laughs> yeah. So, so once we got to that point, I just told myself, "No, just yeah, kidding, yeah. just kidding." Ha ha! I gotcha. That was just to motivate you. You can't ah! actually. You can't Your actually. Body's like, yeah. No. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh, the feeling of doing it was so exciting because, like, I mean, I haven't trained at all for it, and I was like, I was worried. I didn't know if I was gonna be able to do it, but. I wasn't going to not do it either. Yeah. I couldn't not do it. And I was excited to do it. It was fun. That that yeah, that, that was a good time. That was a good time. And it's cool because it really goes to show you that there's no excuse not having access to a gym. That's I, facts. We we were in the poo town. We were in the long grass and the dog shit pulling up on a strange unidentified structure <laughs> yeah and, no, not made to be pulled and i'm up and i'm sore over my entire body with like a extremely hypertrophic exercise yeah do that rock maybe we need to get in crossfit no maybe we can't get in maybe that's CrossFit. the whole thing maybe that's like the secret of crossfit it's actually really good for you it's just really fun it's fun and good it for you. It probably is fun. It probably I is. I saw some CrossFit broads today, and they were Seriously? freaking... Okay, girls... I can't even believe them. Girls doing, like, upper body exercises always impresses me, because I feel like girls are built for lower body exercises. Oh, like, girls can well, squat... Having a, having a baby is a lower body exercise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but girls can squat all day long. But when they can do pull-ups, it's very impressive. Yeah, if they can do... Pull- if they can do five pull-ups in a row... Yeah. It's kind of crazy. For and these girls. girls are doing Murphs. Just like killing it, like way better than I can. Very impressive. That's like a lot more work with the female biology trying to do pull-ups like that. Oh yeah, I mean they're they're like their back is just their muscles aren't yeah aren't there. They have a slow twitch muscle fibers too. Really? I mean they can develop fast twitch. They have them, but we yeah. have a lot more. Yeah, that's why we're our reflexes are a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah. They they like to do stuff like complain and uh that's slow twitch fibers (laughs) (laughs) yeah complaining is the slow twitch (laughs) no i don't think they complain that much they just just like all the time isn't even that much and (laughs) and i don't (laughs) I love women, for the record. So now we can get into this uh, video. Um, it's by a guy named Bernard Albertson, and I decided I'm not going to put it the video on the on the air on YouTube because I think a lot of these videos are funnier if you can't see it. Okay. So, but have you it, watched this? No, I just okay. it got recommended just okay. now. It's nine years What's old the video. video called? An old man's advice. I have literally no idea what this is going to be. I think I've watched this before. You might play have. It, play it, play it. Good morning. Whoops. It's raining. Hold on a minute. He's got an artificial rain cloud over there. us. There we go. 
I thought I'd talk to you a little bit this morning about, uh, oh, by the way, this is a new computer and it does all kinds of things, so I have to be careful. <laughs> uh, I'm not the sharpest tack in the box when it comes to this new equipment. You're talking to a guy or a guy is speaking to you now that started driving a Model A car. I remember yeah. the first jet airplane and many first things. The Iceman delivering ice to an ice box, taking it off of a mule-drawn wagon. Is this so, a thousand years old? But I'd like to speak to you a little bit of <laughs> this morning about uh, young people in particular. About accomplishing things. When I was young, as you know, maybe I don't. I had a difficult childhood, but there's no excuse for people not being able to do what they want to do. You can do anything that you want to do. For example, as I've told you before, I lived in the back of an old car. I taught myself to read and write. That's so if you're young, is, yeah. don't give up. Don't say the world is just against me. That's not true. I taught myself to read and write. I've had five books published. I went oh, to, to oh. college, uh, got a little bit of college. <laughs> I got some college. I've studied scripture for many, many years. Good. I've raised five children. I've buried a mother, father, sister, brother, wife, and daughter. Did you say he's buried? So, yeah. a person can accomplish anything that they want. Is that an accomplishment? Yeah. One time, Huge. to prove to myself that I was not an ignorant person, I bought a blackboard. Good. Not ignorant. And I purchased a correspondence course for computer programming, and I completed it with the blackboard. So, <clears throat> forge ahead. Don't stop. Never stop learning. Always reach out to better yourself. Because when you do that, things expand. You understand more. You're happier. You're healthier. This old saying that if you don't use it, you, you lose, lose it, it, is absolutely true. 100%. If you don't use that brain this guy is God you put in your if you were born in 1500s, <laughs> one of these days you'll be sitting on a front porch somewhere and you won't hardly know what's going on. So don't, don't give up. If times are hard, good things nor bad things last forever. But most generally, we are in control of our own destiny. And he just adjusted when his I say eyebrow. that, I mean this. About to fall off. <laughs> it's if you're not getting ahead, you need to do something to allow yourself to get ahead. <coughs> For example, oh, he almost died. <coughs> excuse me. For example, if. If you want a good job, if you want a secure future, you have to have something to offer a prospective employer. Now, I'm not saying you need a PhD or a master's degree, 
but you do have to have something to offer. There's going to be a time in this country that people that know how to work with their hands, plumbers, electricians, carpenters, cement layers, machine operators, mechanics, people that know how to work with their hands are going to be in great demand. Yes. He's right, too. Yes. And this was 10 years ago. Yes, it's yeah. true. You have to have education and training to be an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer. But I'll tell you the truth. I spent 60 years working. I was successful. I started a couple of businesses. I'm not a wealthy man, but I'm a guy that came from living in the back of an old car to having a nice retirement. Hey. And to be able to talk to you on this thing. <laughs> Whatever so I'm going to close, this is. but I, I just wanted to to share that with you this morning, young people. It's I like love 4 you. I do. I, I <laughs> yeah. love young people. Um, my grandmother always said, "You know, when a baby smiles, the angels sing," and that's true. I believe. But young people, you're the backbone of this country. You're the backbone of the world. I don't care if you're in Asia. Africa, Korea, Japan, I don't care where you are, the United States, you are the leaders, the future leaders of this world. So reach out. Be yourselves. Don't be afraid to to go after what you need. So I love you. Have a great day, and I'll see you tomorrow. Dude, I love you too, I love that guy, Bernard. That's That's probably the highest quality... Like lowest actual like technical quality video I've ever seen. Yeah, because he, thund- he had a thunderstorm on his head. Yeah, highest quality like content wise video I think I've ever seen on YouTube. And it's just yeah, that yeah, old guy right. talking. Yeah, Bernard Albertson. I wonder what he's published. Bernard. Yeah, he said five, five books. books. Wow. I'm a successful man. Whoa. American YouTuber who is known for his viral video and old man's advice. Copper Penny. Born in 1938. I grew up in the West. As a youngster, I traveled back and forth across the country by the old locomotive steamers, watching cowboys herd cattle from horseback and seeing dust storms on the plains. A vision and memory I've never forgotten. This is from 2015. Dang, that must have been so sick. <laughs> is this other video? His life must have been so So crazy. you think there is no Santa? <laughs> <laughs> it's only $5 on paperback. Wow. Does it have, how many reviews does it have? I'm on here. I don't know. Can you see it on here? Four ratings on Amazon. A little boring is the only like mm-hmm. review. It's three stars. This book is basically a narrative of some of Santa's travel adventures over the years. The book didn't increase my belief nor disbelief of Santa. I was looking for a quick response to why you should believe in Santa. The book doesn't meet my needs. I bought the book for myself. I'm 72 plus years old and I have a long white beard. That's funny. That's so funny. That's bizarre. It's so crazy how easy it is to get books. Like, I'm trying to change the way I think about books. 
because I've I remember when I found out about books, it was like I read some Pokemon novel. And I was like, <laughs> this is so cool. I was like, there's there's like words on a page and I have this whole story in my head now. So I went to the the library in uh elementary school and I could check out like it was like five books at a time. Yeah. So I started finding like these books and these authors I liked. And I was reading all these books. Like I started reading and reading and reading and reading. I loved it. And I was like, there's all these good stories. I was reading like Old Yeller and uh like Where the Red Fern Grows and like all those kind of books and then so some sad. some other books. And I, I was like, This is so crazy. This is so cool. And then I at some point just stopped and i think it was when i got my phone yeah it ruins everything yeah phone ruins because i didn't have a phone when i was reading those books so Mm -hmm. what else was i gonna do so i was reading and now and then i got a um a kindle and i read a bunch of books on the kindle and then someone stepped on my backpack that had my kindle in it on the school bus and the kindle screen exploded but now and i stopped reading (laughs) stopped reading books pretty much after that and uh i just got a kindle just recently and i already have i haven't read a full book on it yet but i finished i had a paperback that i was reading from you Mm -hmm. i borrowed from you and i downloaded it and finished it on the kindle and now i've got another book i'm reading and it's like i feel like i'm back in like to the old days when i had my old kindle it's like right back Gotta, it's it's like working out for your brain. And every time that I want to go pick up my phone, instead I pick up the little Kindle and I start reading. And I, I don't have that like dopamine depletion feeling. Yeah. I have the, this the like depletion. satisfaction feeling. Yeah, uh-huh. I read for like 45 minutes today. And because you guys went out to play that game and I was like, I have to finish this chapter that I have to just do it now or I'm not going to, I have to like, it's a book that's kind of interesting, but and I don't want to stop it, mm-hmm. but I want to finish it, and so I just have to every once in a while just like sit down and start reading it. Yeah. So I read it for like forty five minutes or whatever, and I finished the chapter, and I felt so good, and I was like ready to hang out and do ready stuff. to tackle the day. But otherwise, <laughs> I would have sat on my phone for forty five minutes watching Instagram reels. Yeah. And that makes you feel so bad <laughs> it makes afterwards. You feel so bad. It's, it's like crazy. eating fast food for it your is, brain. Yeah. It totally is. And you regret it every time. There's not a time where you're like, man, I feel good. And the cool thing about the Kindle to me is like, if I download a book that I don't like and I download it for free, I just don't read it. If I download a book I really like for free mm-hmm. and, I, and I think it was like amazing and life-changing, I'll just buy a paperback co- copy off Amazon and the publishing company and the author will get their money and then <laughs> I'll have a book I can like give away to somebody if I think they should read yeah, it. This, is, this has been a big topic of conversation for the past few days in the house. Yeah, because <laughs> because because I have like it's the piracy of books. <laughs> the piracy of books is weird. And you not liking flipping the pages. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to pee and then I'm going to get into this. Okay. Okay, dude. Yeah, okay. So most people who most people who you talk about the Kindle, right? They they go on about I just don't like just sit down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like not allowed to pace and talk, you sit down. I just don't like how 
you don't have access to the paper. They're like, I like the paper. I like flipping the pages. I like holding the book. I like the smell of the book. I like all this shit. I'm like, I'm just trying to read the words. I don't care what it looks Uh, like. It's about the experience. But the Kindle looks like a piece of paper. It's like completely matte screen. If I had a Kindle, I would like it a lot. It's a matte screen. It you never have to like flip it or change it. It's got a built-in light in it, so you can just turn the light on, and you, it's like you have a perfect light shining on a piece of paper. It doesn't look like it's not like a screen. Like it's not the Kindle Fire. It's the real Kindle, yeah. like the one that looks like paper. But dude, there's the liquid nothing ink or like going ink. into a bookstore and coming out with a bag of books. Every time I go to a bookstore or a library, every time, every time, without fail. I immediately have to take a shit. <laughs> Isn't that a thing? I I it is for me and it's every time. Every time. There's never been a time I've walked into a bookstore I didn't immediately like really bad have to take a shit. That's so or weird. Or the library does it too cuz you know there's the giant Wake County Public Library. Yeah. And it, I have to take a shit so bad as oh soon as I get my there. God. That's so funny. I, I love the bookstore. Have you been to the Wake County Library? No, I don't go to libraries. <laughs> you should go to the library. I only buy my books. I should go to the library, though. They have everything, and like you can even check online what they have in stock, and then you just go and you... Can't you buy from the library? Mm, Isn't that a thing? Possibly, but it's like you just go check it out, and then you just bring it back, and it tells you when you have to bring it back, and they'll send you like an email if it's late, and then you have to pay like 10 cents. What's is it like a membership? Yeah, you just you sign up for a card and it's just like you put your name down. Is it free? Yeah, it's public. Interesting. Yeah, we can go. We should go. I'd like to check it out. It's right in Garner, next to the um, next to the uh, police station. Oh, I'd like to check that out. It's pretty cool. I mean, they got, like, they get all kinds of books. Like, sometimes if it's, like, a really high-demand new book, they'll have, like, 10 or so copies, and they'll all be checked out, and you have to get yeah. on a list. You can get on a list, though, and they'll email you when it's in, and you and it's, like, uh. it'll be reserved for you next when it's your turn, and they'll send you an email, and they'll reserve it for, like, a couple of days, and then you have to go in, and you can pick it up. Huh. It's, like, a, I mean, if you want, if you really like books, it's yeah. a free way to read, and it's, I mean, you pay taxes for it, so you might as well use it. Which I forgot about that. Dash. 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 Dash is in town. She is in town. Oh, my God. Yeah, but I don't like flipping. I don't I don't care to flip through the pages. I get the intrigue, but it's always annoying. Like, all of a sudden, you have, like, this perfect hold on the book. Like, you're holding it. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. And then you have to flip the page, and you have to look at the other side, and you're, like, only a little bit into the book. So, it's, like... You're holding a giant wedge on one side. It's just annoying. And the little Kindle, you just sit in one yeah. direction, and every once in a while you tap it, and it changes pages. Yeah, yeah, that's probably nice. I I would like it so I could. Can't you change the font and like the spacing? You can change the font, the spacing, the size, everything. That that's what what I would want. Yeah. So some some like spacings are just too tight. There's also like those dyslexic uh, fonts that work really well for people with dys- dys- dyslexia. <laughs> Dude, I freaking might need that, I swear to god. I read so goddamn slow, it's crazy. I don't know how many pages I read today, but I think it was like 25 pages. And looked down at my watch, it'd been like an hour. Well, I mean, what are you reading? Uh, Crime and Punishment. 
It's probably like not super easy to read fast. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. I don't think you have to do pages per hour. I don't think that means anything because some pages have like hundreds of words and some pages have like 25 words depending on the book. But I do it like, so I just calculate pages per hour and then, you know, times it by the amount of pages. Yeah. To see how many hours I have. Yeah. <laughs> got so many hours left. That's another thing I like about the the Kindle. It'll tell you how many minutes you have left in the chapter and how much time you have left in the book. Yeah, that's nice. And and it calculates it based on how fast you're reading it. And I've I've kind of tested it even. Like sometimes I'll like flip back and forth between pages or sometimes I'll put the book down mm-hmm. and it doesn't change. Like it somehow knows when it's an outlier data point it doesn't add it to the average it just like it's pretty smart and it's so 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 easy to find books for free and then just transfer them right to the kindle like and i like i said i i support i support supporting the authors and and if i had the money to buy all these books i want Mm -hmm. i would just be buying them yeah i just don't and so that's that I'm pirating them, and if I if a book is life changing to me, it's really good. I'll buy it. But like, and then if an author's dead, I'm not paying a publishing company. Yeah, I don't care to. Yeah, I just think that the author is the one who needs the money. And I was just talking the other night to Nate about if you really want to support an author and you pirated their book, you could most likely I bet money on it. You could send them an email and say, "Hey, how can I support your?" Uh, like your work i really like your book and i yeah. pirated your book i'm sure and that they would say true that like you could just go read it at the library for free yeah so i don't yeah I like guess if you want to support yeah. an author yeah just send them some cash. send them cash don't buy their book and then you're paying a publishing company and you're paying but then again who's gonna actually do that every book they like send the author cash all right i'm on board i'm on board I'm on board. I like the Kindle. I like it all. I just like the I like what's in the book. The cool thing is when you're reading a book and I've never read a like I guess you'd call it a self-help book before and it's really cool. The the book I just read is Rich Dad Poor Dad that you told me I had to read. You you like dropped it on my nightstand. You're like yeah. read it in you have 2 weeks yeah. <laughs> yeah. to read this and I was like, "Okay." I'm not going to I'm not going to not read it in 2 weeks. And uh I was at work in uh, Dallas just kind of sitting there reading. I started reading and I was like this is actually really good. Yeah, it's so simple. It's like a page turner, which is yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Financial page turner. Yeah, I was like this is good information and yeah. now I'm I have like whoa, I have a bunch of books downloaded that I I want to read. I I like need to know more now. Yeah. Yeah, you're in it now. I love that book, Rich Dad, yeah. Poor Dad. Everyone needs to read. I believe that. I agree. To Everybody. Make, it would make the world a better place. It would. It would fix the middle class. It would. What the poor and middle class don't teach their kids that the rich do. Yeah. But at the same time, we got we to gotta keep the middle class or the whole country falls apart. Yeah. Well, there's always going to be middle class. But it's But the middle class is getting smaller. The pores, there's poor? more pores, and there's then and there's um there's a bigger gap between the uh, pores and the richers. Ooh, I think the the middle class is like a very very important part of the economy because they have a decent amount of money 
and they're very good at spending it, but they're not like it's sustainable to have millions of them. Yeah. And then the pores, you know, obviously not good, but you got to have some pores. You got to have the pores cuz the pores buy the lottery tickets. The pores buy the lottery tickets. <laughs> and they send the, it the pores rocket eye. The pores will work at the worst job ever for their whole life. Whole time, yeah. And the or just not. Uh, yeah. Or just kind of crust around. Some of them crust around. But it's like there's obviously people who are born into bad situations, but there's almost free education out there. And I've started to realize more and more that that like you don't want to learn the things you think that you're really not good at or don't know enough about. You automatically, like if you don't think you know about money, you feel like you know enough about money and you don't need to read the book about money. Yeah. If you feel like you're good enough, you know enough about your health, you feel like you don't need to try and learn about it and get better at it and practice you know, maintaining your health. Dude, nobody ever knows enough. I know. That's the secret is you just yeah. don't know anything and everybody gets scared to learn because they think they're going to have to change their lifestyle and they are and you should, but not letting yourself learn something that's that vital, like not letting yourself learn about health science, even though you at the core, all you are is a little meat bag running around and you don't want to learn about the meat. <laughs> Like that's insane. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what we were saying earlier. The the blissful ignorance that yeah. you know in the deep corner of your mind that you should probably stop eating McDonald's cheeseburgers, but you're never gonna look up what the nutritional facts of a McDonald's because you has. want to have that. You want it. And the thing is, if you knew what it was and you knew about how to actually like diet properly and you started to learn about it. You wouldn't want it anymore. But as long as you don't, you can like hold on to this BS that doesn't mean anything. I know. So many people hold on to the the freaking BS. I know so many people that do that. Dude, with health, with money, with everything, with your career even. Like people who they like don't want to learn more because they feel like they're nervous to learn more. Or, and I, I fall, or like I fall into that trap all the time where. I don't want to learn about it because I'm I don't want to think about it. I'm like I don't I don't want to deal with that right now, so I'm just going to ignore it like it doesn't exist. Like there's like you don't have to think about your health. Like you don't have to think about how to actually use money to make money. You don't have to think about how to you know, maintain this or that. You don't have to learn how to like just do everything. Yeah, I know. So you stop. You just stop learning. And then what? You just keep doing what you're doing, which is probably not the good thing. You just have to keep learning. And I'm I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to read books about real stuff. This whole pod is about is bettering yourself and bettering your mind. <laughs> and you gotta And it was so hot today. It was ninety five and humid. It was. And I almost blacked out. Yeah, you did. We almost lost Gus. What would I have been? The From the Depot podcast would be crazy if you died. Because I would keep doing it. (laughs) It would just be me in here. And I would be sad every time. I'd probably do like homage to Gus. Or homage. Ode to Gus. Every time. 
Say, oh. I would laugh and I'd think I'd say like Gus would have thought that was funny and then I'd start crying, <laughs> just crying, just weeping. I'll do a uh, from beyond the grave speech. Hello, everybody. It's me, Gus. I'm up here running. You <laughs> <laughs> just run, <laughs> die. So hi, I'm in heaven now. I'm very happy because I'm running. <laughs> I'm running so far. <laughs> I just crossed the 50K mark. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I'm so happy I died. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes through one of my uh, channels on the receiver. Yeah. And I like I didn't have anything hook up, hooked up to hooked it. Up, it's, yeah, it's just I'm here. It's just I'm you. Phasing through. You start saying something in directly into the recorder. They have the nicest gym up here, the best protein on heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Rich Piana, say something. <laughs> god dang it! <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. I'm here with Steve Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> He He's really right. didn't die by uh, Tadaki. He died by machete. <laughs> <laughs> what did he die by? A stingray? A stingray. Stingray got him. Freaking jolted him. Oh. Yeah, it would suck to die by a stingray. Electro. I think it'd be cool though. I like going out with something you love. I think about that a lot. Like, like riding motorcycles all the time. I think about the fact that I'm not like it's just more risk. I'm taking a lot more risk by doing that. I could not do that. I could just not ride motorcycles and have a lot less risk in my life. But I'm you gotta not, have risk to I'm, make money. I'm not interested in not taking that risk. And if I died on a motorcycle, I would much rather die on a motorcycle than in a like chair when I'm super old and I've had a horrible <laughs> yeah. last like ten years. Uh, Not that I don't I don't have a death wish and I and I am try to be safe on the motorcycle and I, I'm like try and do it safely. But if I died on a motorcycle I don't feel bad for me. At least I die free. Exactly. I died having the most fun I know how to have. That's fucked. And and people die slipping and falling on tile and stuff. People die just being hit by a car crossing the road. That's true, yeah. I would be so happy if I died while we were playing Can Jam, just got hit in the head with the frisbee at a weird and angle. Just died. just died. Yeah, that would be a perfect way to die. I'd be like, this is perfect. And then you start running. You, you run up the, the heavens. Uh, yeah. What is it? The stairway to heaven? You just sprint up it. Yeah, it'd be like fourteen thousand stairs, and they're this like, is "Perfect." They're like, "They, you're at the Golden Gates," and they're like, "Dude, you just set a PR for the stairs." Yeah, dude, we we. And you're had, like, yeah, you, <laughs> we had someone coming down to get you, you know. There's like some really old people riding the um the acorn stairlift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're on the little stairlift riding up the stairway to heaven very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're sprinting up it. I've got, <gasps> I've got my Solomon vest on. You my got trekking poles. <laughs> yeah, you've got like, like <laughs> you got your marathon head. <laughs> yeah, marathon head. Marathon brain. What's it called? Yeah, marathon brain. And you start getting a little loopy. You can't. 
Yeah, your memories are gone. You can't think of anything. You got tonal vision, and you're just lightheaded, and you're just kind of sur- your body's like in survival mode. Yeah, and yeah, it is. It's pretty awesome when you get there. It's weird. I I started to get into like with the Murphs, kind of to get back, I guess, into the Murphs. I started to feel that like negotiation with myself like you have to figure out how to stop and then i was telling myself like no you don't you're gonna fucking finish this and and it was like a a conversation i was having in my head while my vision was starting to go out and i was getting really lightheaded and the thing is what makes you the most lightheaded standing up right yeah yeah squats are just a lot of stand-ups in a row (laughs) so i was getting so lightheaded I would stand up from the push-ups and like almost pass out and then start squatting. And then I, all I was doing was standing up. <laughs> it's getting oh my God. so lightheaded. We got we to gotta push you to your limits to get the negotiations going. Yeah, I know. That's why I want to do it again because I want to do it until I don't negotiate. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get strong. Yeah. But the other thing I like about it is that like it that was the most like efficient workout i think i've ever done it was pretty efficient because it was an hour and 20 minutes i've spent plenty hour and 20 minutes on a like chest and back day at the gym where i did not work out nearly that hard but that part of the hour and 20 minutes was getting there getting in my little outfit i was gonna wear at the gym and then (laughs) doing the workouts and waiting between sets and like going on instagram or something and then doing more sets and then i would then i was like oh i gotta go to work soon so i would go into the locker room i'd take a shower i would get dressed and then i would drive back and it took me like an hour and 20 minutes and i got like barely any like low efficiency workout (laughs) and then this was like wake up read eat eggs Work out for an hour and 24 minutes. Feel like you're going to die. Like you're trying to negotiate with yourself how to get out of this. And then you lose against yourself with the negotiations. And then then you feel like euphoric when you're done. Yeah. I liked that. I feel great. And I, I, I'm trying. That's why I was telling you earlier, I like the running because it's it's very efficient. You can walk out of your front door in the morning, run a mile. It takes maybe ten minutes, and then get a take a shower and go to uh, ten minutes. Anyone can fit into their day. Yeah, yeah. And if you ran a mile every day, I'm convinced everyone's got at least three hours a day to do stuff with. To do stuff. Yeah. Even even Nate, Nate may listen to this. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm convinced he's got three hours. Everyone's got it. It's just, are you willing to use it? That's what I was saying earlier. Is like prioritization. Yeah, is is the key. It's like where, wh- how much does it matter to you? Because if it matters enough, you're going to do it. Yeah, you will. And if it doesn't matter that much, you're not going to do it. Then you got to figure out where the that trick, line is. The trick isn't. The trick is figuring out how to make it matter. That's the hard part. Discipline. That's the only thing. Is like when you get disciplined about it, it starts to matter more and more. And then yeah. you you have an off day, and that matters a lot. For me, my my best tactic for trying to motivate myself that I've found so far in life is like 
telling myself like what are you going to be the guy who can't do this <laughs> are you going to be the one who can't like you what you can't and i start like almost making fun of myself like are you going to not do that are you going to spend this today like yeah. not getting after it and and i'm not good at this tactic this is just my tactic <laughs> yes i'm like like are you going to not do them are you not gonna wake up early and start working on stuff you want to work on that's my best tactic i have and i need to work on it and i'm gonna try and keep learning how to be better at it but that's I've, the best i have so far i've learned that that motivation motivation is such a freaking farce at the end of the day it's like motivation only takes you so far yeah motivation can take you five minutes or five days but at the end of the five days and your motivation's gone, you get out of bed and you're like, I'm not motivated. Yeah. It's, it's the discipline. Then you fall back on it's your the discipline. Di- discipline that pushes you. Yeah. And I don't, when I go to the gym or I go running, it's not because I'm motivated. Yeah. It's because I'm disciplined. I, I get motivated occasionally, but it only lasts for a tiny bit amount of time. Yep. You put on that song, you get motivated uh-huh. for that second. You put yeah. on like a, I don't know, so it's motivation is such a it's such a farce and it only gets you to a certain place yeah and if you try and wait for the motivation you're, ne- you're, ne- yeah, you're gonna you're, be waiting forever you're never gonna find it i think discipline's the only way you just have to do it yeah and that it, it is the only way because what yeah as soon as your your tank is empty what are you gonna fall on yeah consistency is discipline basically yeah boom and that's real and that's life that's real that's life and don't let motivation be your driver have discipline be your driver and then you'll be driven yeah i like that boom that's what I've been figuring out for the past four years. Boom, baby. Boom. Yeah, I've seen a lot of guys that I know that are like in their little bachelor phase, be like in the college to like early 20s years, just go so downhill. And I've seen some people go like just every day a little better. And it's funny to, to start to kind of lose some of the friendships that are the guys who are just slipping and start to really get tight with the people who are getting better you only want those suckers around you the ones that are getting better the people who you can talk about real stuff with you can make yourself better you can they'll tell you when you're being this is what i was talking about nate with today i was like i like having people around me that tell me what i'm doing wrong if they do it from a place of like compassion I want people to tell me what that I'm doing wrong, whether it's just them making fun of me for little things or it's like them kind of bringing stuff up that I know I should be doing. I like it. I appreciate it. I love it. I need it. That's why I like to surround myself with people who do that. But the people who bring you down, even if they're bringing you down for the stuff you actually are doing wrong and they just do it because they want to make themselves feel better, it's such a different thing. But that balance of finding people who actually challenge you and will will really get after you when you're not like living up to what you can do and not like 
you're not hitting your potential. You're not working out enough. You're not learning enough. You're not doing enough with your time. You're wasting your time. You're spending too much time on Instagram. You're doing all this stuff. Like people who make fun of you for that, it's super important to be around those people. Yeah, hundred percent. And those people are becoming rarer and rarer and rarer. And it ticks me off. Yeah, because it's because uh, oh you can sit and in your own little stink of bad decisions by yourself indefinitely. Definitely, it it's takes until it takes you die. One person to just give you some shit about it every once in a while, for you to start thinking about it every day. And then even if that takes six months for you to stop or break a habit. That person just gave you so much value just by being in your life. But I I know so many people that just don't want to be better. It it doesn't even matter if a person, it's almost like if a person tells them they need to be better or they're doing something wrong and they get so offended that someone's telling them that. It's the same thing I was talking about earlier where it's like you don't want to confront or learn anything because you are nervous to learn that you don't want to give up what you're doing you don't want to stop eating horrible you don't want to start getting up early you don't want to start getting regular sleep you don't want to start getting like money because you're scared of it you don't know what to do with it you don't know how it works I know. it's like it's... there's there's so many things people are just afraid of because they're just afraid of it they're only afraid of it because they're afraid of it, it, it <laughs> how how are you afraid to be a better person? It, be- because it's so hard it's for a, me to understand. It, because it's a daunting task to improve yourself. You don't want to fail at improving yourself. So Imagine people never being in your twenties and being like, "I am good to go." And I know I, am I know good, a lot of people like that. I'm good enough. It's like frick off, buddy. I'm gonna be in my seventies saying I need to get after it. I think nobody in their twenties. I think. First of all, I'll say no human is like really figured it out because I don't think there's a true state. No, there's no true all. state of figured it out. There's no, it's actually unattainable. Figuring it out is unattainable, but getting closer and closer to it, super possible. And that should be the goal every day. Yeah. And, and people don't want it. People just want to chat around on Twitter all day and blame, blame each other for other stuff. Yeah. Nobody wants to take responsibility for themselves. It's ridiculous. Take interest in other people. God dang it. I'm starting to get ticked. I know. We're getting very motivational right now. Not motivational. (laughs) Disciplinal. (laughs) Disciplinal. Yeah, I want to bend people over and spank them. Just freaking open up their ain and just give them discipline. just (laughs) Just stuff discipline just right up their ain. Yeah, you, you want to shake their head and be like, buddy, you're not it. Yeah. I'm not it either. Just freaking stop what you're doing. Let's do it together. Yeah, like we train together. <laughs> we train together. Yeah. God dang it. Freaking fricks yeah. all over the place. I know you're listening to this. God dang it. Yeah. And if you're one of the people with a foot fetish <laughs> and you're still listening, don't stop with the foot thing, but get your shit together. Yeah. Otherwise. Oh, my God, guys. Just get your, get your... like. Just work on stuff. Like, go read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And then keep tuning in to From the Depot Podcast. Keep tuning in, but don't be freaking weird. Don't be weird. Yeah. Don't be normal either. Be be different. Be you. Be you. Minus the foot. 
my well you can have the foot thing don't like we're not condemning the foot thing at all a little bit well mildly because we don't do it but we know that's why you like a lot of you are here so we're judging you yeah i mean a little bit but we're also like telling you like yeah keep watching and get your life together and then like come back on next week and we'll maybe we'll give you good advice maybe we won't but just keep watching keep watching and not not for my dog not for the dogs eventually it becomes not for the dogs we're gonna make your life better if you came here because you just like feet and you're still listening keep listening we're gonna make your life better god dang it and that's a promise we're turning this into it yeah we're turning this into it uh like a spiritual podcast it's becoming spiritual it's it's gonna be like yeah yeah disciples of discipline yeah disciples of defeat (laughs) (laughs) you could honestly say that because you don't you know your biggest lessons you learn are from failure winning doesn't teach you anything no failing does facts disciples of defeat there's poor people who never lost anything and there's rich people who lost everything. millions. Lost everything. On that note, thanks for listening to this episode of From the Depot. Tune in next week and for another episode of From the Depot. And we're approaching 13,000 